Okay, I changed my setup. I changed my setup so I could test out what it would be like to go back to what I had previously before I moved over to the uh, Linux laptop. And what I used previously was my iPad with my Blue Snowball mic and um, just a USB to Lightning adapter. An, an OTG cable is how you would find that on Amazon. You could look up a uh, USB to Lightning OTG cable, and you'll find uh, plenty. There's uh, the one that I just got again because I lost my old one. Is one that also takes power, so you can charge your iPad. Or I think, and I haven't tested this yet, but I think you can supply phantom power to uh, something else that that you would be plugging into the iPad. Uh, something like a audio receiver, a mixer, what do you call it, um, an interface. There's a Scarlett Focusrite 2 that I want to get to use, to be able to use a true microphone, not a USB mic, but an XLR mic, and then have that run over USB into the iPad. Um, for now, until later on this year, I'd like to get myself a Rodecaster Pro 2, because that would be magnificent. If I could get that, and if that had its own power, and the USB output from that was self-powered, so it didn't have to, uh, what would you call it? So it didn't have to give power. Oh, excuse me. So it didn't have to take power from the iPad. That would be wonderful. I'd be able to plug that into the iPad, run all of my audio processing through there into my recording app, and then still have my sound pads, I mean, that would be, that would be just... What, what, what I'm trying to do here today is I'm trying to go as live as humanly possible with the setup that I currently have, because I seem to be unhappy with the way my sound was coming uh, through with the uh, laptop setup. And I'm thinking and hoping that this turns out to be a lot better. Now, I resorted back to the roots. I'm using the iPad, the Snowball mic, uh, the Backpack Studio app. And if you're listening on a modern app, anything that follows the podcasting standards, uh, you will see a, a screenshot of the app here. And you will. Uh, I'll also put in a few screenshots of the way my setup looks so you guys can see um, how I set up my sound pads, how I uh, titled everything, the color coding everything involved, but I'm going back to the basics with that. So I'm also in a closet recording right now because the sound is essentially treated. All the clothing is absorbing the sound waves. It's a tight environment, so it sounds up, uh, up close and personal, even though I'm not up close and personal on the mic. Um, it should be better. And I have my compressor running and my noise gate running on the app, which is why I advocate for this app as much as possible. And another reason why I'm deciding to go back to basics is because Backpack Studio offers a, I mean, it's a, it's a monthly fee. I believe it's $9.99, but I can stream live through IceCast, which I don't necessarily need to go live, but if I can get my, my feed hosted through Sovereign Feeds, which I'm really thinking and very strongly considering doing as soon as humanly possible, as soon as I can get the technical know-how to do so, I'd like to move over to Sovereign Feeds because I'm 
starting to have trouble with RSS.com, but not crazy amounts. But it's starting to get frustrating, and I'm gonna I'm gonna dive into that for a second because what happened was I got ads on my show. At the beginning of my show, they put dynamically inserted ads because some foul up on their end, which I under, I understand that I I got the free tier for six months because I signed in on a promotion. So technically, I should be paying right now for rss.com and their hosting, but I'm not because I got this free tier. Now, something could happen technologically on their back end where I'm not sure, but something would happen where I would be taken off of that list. And then now they're going to uh, start playing ads, which is how they make money if they're not being supported uh, by your monthly donation, your, your, your monthly membership fee. So I understand how that could happen, but I thought that that was, should be all automated where my email is on the list and I shouldn't have this issue, but I have an issue. I'm strictly value for value. That's my whole point of this podcast and the whole point of even throwing in the value for value segment is to say I do not have ads on my show and out of nowhere I got ads on my show and I was flippant about it. I, I, I emailed, I emailed people, I got on, got in touch with people on Podcast Index, uh, Alessandro, I think, man, I keep forgetting his name. How do I forget his name? I shouldn't forget his name. I believe it's Alessandro. I got in touch with all of these dudes, and I'm trying to figure it out, but I believe there's still ads that are just intermittently being played in the beginning of my show, and I do not want that at all. Now, I get it. I have to pay my dues, and if I have to start the service and and, and cancel out that six-month uh, uh, promotion, that's fine. I'll do it. I just don't want the ads, and I got them. So... That's one issue, but then I also want, desperately want to get these podcasting 2.0 features installed. And one of those features would be to have GIFs, or GIFs, or however you pronounce it, to be able to use GIFs as the rolling album art, or uh, chapter art, on my show. So I could show you a, basically, a video feed of what's happening, but it's not a video. And there's so many applications I'm coming up with. But that's what I want. I want that. And it's just it's just stupid how I'm getting these ads. It's stupid that I'm not able to move into this as soon as possible. I, I just I just I, I, I don't enjoy it at all. And I think that's bull crap. So moving forward. Moving forward on this topic. Um I have sound pads on here. Um like I said, you like you're hearing, and I'm trying to make this as smooth of an episode as possible, but I wanted to talk about two things, really. It's going to be a short episode, but I wanted to talk about two things specifically. First thing is the move over. Well, let me, let me skip that. That was, that was three things. If that is part of it, that's three things. First thing is I am going to be pursuing an, the IT job that I've been, uh, ranting about on this this show for a while that I've wanted to do. I've wanted to do this IT job for a while. I, IT jo- This IT job. I've wanted to get into the IT industry uh, for a long time. Programming and developing specifically. But I just haven't done it. Now, that's for a number of reasons, but biggest reason is uh, failure to commit. 
And uh, second big, biggest reason is other responsibilities seem to take precedent in my life. Maybe it's because it just seems more important at the time. Maybe it's because I'm actually, uh, maybe it actually is more important and doesn't just seem like it. And maybe it's just I'm, I'm procrastinating, but I'm going to pursue it actively. This year, uh, within the next month, I believe I'm going to sign up for a course and I'm torn between two options. One is a super expensive option comparatively to the other option. It's, it's actually relatively cheap and quick and the payoff is fairly instant. But the other one promises almost the same thing if you are more uh, of a self-paced learner. Which, excuse me, I am not. And in case you haven't noticed, this is the second time I've yawned. I'm recording this at night again. Yay me. But I'm not as much of a self-paced learner as I'd like to believe. I have apps and books and ebooks and epubs and wiki links and everything that you can do to learn Python, to learn C++, to learn anything you may desire, and I just don't follow through. It's all free, and it's all curated to a degree, and I still just don't follow through, and it's because I don't have the structure in my life. So this, the self-paced learning is almost not uh, worth it for me, even though it's cheap. So that's where I'm kind of torn. Do I pay an insane amount? Insane. It's $22,000. Do I pay the twenty two? which I don't have on hand, I'd have to apply for a loan or um, uh, installment plans or, or something. Uh, or do I pay $2,000, roughly, roughly $2,500, which I could actually pay out of pocket with some savings um, and get roughly the same results, roughly. Not exactly because self-paced learning, once a week you meet with an instructor and then I'm not sure what their policy is on helping you find a job. I'm not sure if they're as accredited whole bunch of deals, but I'm looking into it actively. I'm speaking with representatives from both uh, coding schools, uh, boot camps, I should say. Uh, and what's what's the problem? I'll give you the names. One is Centric. That one is based out of Kansas City. I believe it's Kansas City or St. Louis. I'm getting calls from both areas. And I actually talked to Sir Spencer about this on podcastindex.social um, to, to figure out, because he's an instructor uh, in a coding boot camp, and I believe it's at Centric, to figure out what would be the best course and just get a feel for it. So that's why I've heard about them. And then over here in the Washington state area where it would be local and I could do some in-person training, uh, there is new camp is the name of the coding boot camp out here. They're also, they also have a branch in Boise, Idaho, which would be great to go down there and do some in-person, but it's, it's hardly even worth it. If most of it is going to be self-paced and you only get to meet with an instructor once a week. So torn, torn a little bit between the two. So those are the two options, but I will be pursuing that actively. So by the end of this month, I will be enrolled in one of those somehow, some way, whether it's online or in person, but that is the main goal. So that way, hopefully by the end of this year, I will be moved into the IT industry in some way, whether it's as a developer, the software developer, or whether it's as uh, an IT help desk person. Because I'm, st I'm also actively trying to get the CompTIA A plus certification and network plus certification and security plus certification. So that way I can have a, a well-rounded resume that shows that I have drive, I am committed, and I'm trying to move forward in this industry as much as possible and in as wide of a gambit of things as possible. So that's, that's what I'm trying to do there. That's uh, number one. 
point number two is that I have audio segments. Well, audio blocks that will convert from one segment to the next, or tran sorry, transition from one segment to the next. And I want to have a vote on what y'all think is the best transition sound. So um, if I was going to do a, uh, I mean, you've already heard the intro, so you can vote on that. If you like that, awesome. If not, you can suggest something. And um, here's, here's where I, I suggest y'all suggest something. If you're using the modern podcasting apps, the best one that I'm getting the most interaction with right now is Fountain. So I'd suggest dropping a boost there, uh, a boostagram with uh, a message saying, I love the intro or you don't love the intro. If you have a suggestion, put it in there. If you don't use any of those, you're using a legacy app or you just don't want to boost me, that's fine. You can follow the website, my website, and you'll see that linked in your, if you're using a modern app, You'll see that linked. If not, it's still in the show notes. That one link is there to my website. So you can go there and you can uh, contact me either through email, through Mastodon, or I believe, well, I believe that's it, I think, right now, as far as what I have uh, for you to contact me. So without any further ado, let's get into some other sounds. This one will be for the conspiracy segment. <music> conspiracies it's just the x-files music but i like it i thought that it was pretty great so there's that now uh my money segment money being the value for value segment and that actually leads us into the value for value segment so let's go ahead and get into that right now <laughs> And you know it, you better believe we love money here. Now, fiat is one thing. I am trying to go Bitcoin maximalist here. But um, as you can tell, my initial rant about having ads in the beginning of my podcast, um, I'm not fully there yet. Not until I get 100% there. But I'm slowly but surely listening to all sorts of podcasts that are getting me into a position where I can actually be truly 120% value for value. But speaking of this podcast, speaking of the Bitcoin maximalist lifestyle, I'd like to get into my uh, boostograms. I have another one from Pitar and then two more that either were mistakes or were, um, I'm not sure. So let's go ahead and read those right now. Pitar sent a message. Uh, it's uh, 1,172 sats. It says, if it doesn't make sense, it's gotta be not true. That's an interesting perspective. Humans are very unsatisfied with not knowing things. I know I am. The instinct to weave imaginative, imaginative tales to explain the unknown is an important survival technique for our large brain animals. Well, I think there might have been a typo there with that letter A. It's ironic, but this means that it's likely evolutionarily beneficial to authentically believe in a supernatural deity regardless of whether it's true or not. It reminds me of what Peterson says. I act as if God exists. I agree with Jordan Peterson there with his view on how you should act. Now, Jordan Peterson is not a saved man by any means, necessarily. He's not a person who's, what would you call it, um, traditionally saved in the Southern Baptist context where every, he's at a uh, profession of faith and then the baptism that follows and then he uh, 
puts his uh, testimony out there on full display almost every single Sunday and in every single situation. He's not that person, but he does have a more rock-solid understanding of what it means to be a Christian or act like one as possible. And that is to act as if God exists. That just, it falls straight into the idea of ye shall know them by their works. Squarely into that. And, and, and I agree with that fully. You can, you can tell me all you want. I believe in God. Well, which God? And what does that mean to believe? Are you acting out your belief? How are you acting out your belief? What, what portion of the Bible, let's say it's the Bible, what portion of the Bible are you focused most on? Because every denomination focuses on something more than the other. So it, it's, it, it all depends on how you act. Do you act as if you believe that God exists? Do you act as if he exists? We'll say. So um, this was a bit of a slam, I'm, I'm assuming. Not necessarily a slam. It was more of a butt slam. <laughs> it was more of just like a, I don't know, like it, it's a way for Pitar to tell I'm assuming the guy in the clip, not me necessarily, but he's telling the guy in the clip. Don't be stupid. And and that's just fine. What, what he's saying is, as if, if I'm interpreting this right, and I did reply to him on uh, Fountain, so, you know, th this isn't just me talking. I actually replied to him already. But this is him saying, if you don't understand it, that doesn't mean that it's not true. You just haven't expanded your understanding yet. And evolutionarily, mammals will have invented this sort of thing, or big-brained mammals, it says right here. Where am I at here? Um, big-brained animals. I, I find some... One flaw. I found one flaw in your logic there. To say that big-brained animals have developed this as a... Where was it? As a survival technique. Right here. The instinct to weave imaginative tales to explain the unknown is an important survival technique for large-brained animals that would indicate that there is intelligent thought and most likely self-awareness in other big-brained animals. Really, any animal with a big brain would not only have this capability to weave imaginative thought or imaginative tales to explain the unknown, they wouldn't, it wouldn't just be that they have that capability, but that they also have the capability to believe in a higher power and be self-aware for that reason. Now, we don't have any... I, I, I'd assume that the octopus is one of the... I think they have eight brains. I think they're the closest thing to having way more intelligence than a human. Be just by that fact alone, with eight brains as far as I, I think I remember. But there's no way for them to express that. You'd think with eight brains, they'd find a way to communicate with us versus us trying to find a way to communicate with them. I'm going on a rabbit trail here. I know that's not what you meant, Pitar. I know that's not what you meant. But I'm just trying to get into this a little bit deeper and, and see what I can figure out about that. Um, thank you again for the boost. It's, it's wonderful. You know, every time you boost me, it really refills my wallet until payday rolls around to where I can actually refill the wallet myself so I can actually spread the love and the sats to every other person. I'm not doing a good job stacking my sats. I'm really just diversifying what other people send my way. But thank you. Thank you for that. The next two boosts come from rando users on Fountain, and they are one of them. It's just a long string of numbers. I'm just going to name off the uh, last four of both of them. It's user 2524, last four only is what I'm naming off, and user uh, 2476 uh, 
user 2524 just says hi. So, hi, how's it going? And then uh, user 2476 says, gracias dinero, which I don't know if that makes sense unless, unless that guy is listening to my show and is being boosted some sats while he's listening. So maybe that's the case. I didn't promote this, so I don't know how much you're getting, but um, de nada. I'll just say, you know, you're welcome. And that rounds out the value for value segment. Moving on to the last portion of this, um, this portion of the episode, which is I want to actually uh, throw in something that I heard a while ago on the Podcasting 2.0 uh, podcast, and it is an ad for Podcasting 2.0. I clipped it, and I want to play it for you guys so you guys can get a feel for what, in, in, in a more well-produced way, which is also kind of a joke and, and funny, a more well-produced way you can hear what value for value through Podcasting 2.0 actually is and can be. Chapters, transcripts, images, links, stream micropayments to the podcast, and send Satoshis in real time over the Lightning Network using a compatible Podcasting 2.0 app. Just go to newpodcastapps.com. That's newpodcastapps.com. And for more info, go to podcastindex.org. Boost! Well, there it is. I mean, as you can tell, like, my clipping abilities aren't perfect. You know, I could have done a fade out on the end. I could have done a fade in on the beginning. And that's my bad. You know, it's a little choppy on the ends, a little jarring on the jump. And especially since it's pretty, pretty out, pretty loud, you know, compressed pretty well. But that's, I think I'm going to start playing that every single episode. So that would let y'all know what it means to have a podcasting 2.0 compatible app, an app that follows the podcasting standards. So I think I'm going to do that. Uh, like I said, go ahead and vote at the um, in the comment section of Fountain or in I, I don't have I don't think I don't have any other apps that I'm actually using to check comments. So there's that. But I don't I also don't think that Fountain does cross app comments yet. So I think it's all in their own app right now until you make your own um, podcast thread either through Twitter or through Mastodon. I think. I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Um, last point. Last point. Um, or actually, I'm, I, I, I want to give myself credit for something. I am a king. And I mean a king, emperor, you know, um, sire. I am the top dog when it comes to non-sequitorial segues. And that's an oxymoron right there. A segue, as everyone knows is the uh, self-balancing two-wheeled scooter. No, a segue is the act of transitioning from one topic to another one by linking the two in some creative fashion. Linus from Linus Tech Tips is pretty good at this. It's probably the standard for this. He's very good usually when it comes to the ad spot. He'll find a way to tie anything into anything in a very creative way. Claude, on the other hand, is so lazy that he is the king of it and... The way that this works is whenever you try and make a segue, but you don't actually do it well, that turns into a non sequitur. And a non sequitur is, and I learned this from listening to the No Agenda show, look at that, the more you know in the morning. A non sequitur is when you take two topics that are completely contrary to each other. They have no, no earthly reason being related at all. And you try and relate them somehow. So as an example of this, 
on the job sites, whenever I'm talking to anyone, I'll be talking and let's say today we were talking about siding. Uh, I had to do a very, very factory cut. My hand had to be super straight on this cut and then I had to repaint that piece that I cut and round off an edge so that way it looked like it was from the factory. Soon I was done with the cut and I handed it to the coworker. I says, here's the factory cut. He says, thanks for the factory cut. And I say, speaking of factory cuts, I need to use the restroom. Had nothing to do with anything at all, but it was hilarious to him. I mean, that's, that's our level of humor on the job site. Non sequiturs. But that, that's, what, that's what it is. I am the king of non sequiturs, and I just wanted to let you know that will be happening on the podcast every once in a while. You'll hear something that has nothing to do with the other, but it's just a non sequitur. And there's that. So I want to give you all a life hack. Listen to this real quick. But the, the, I did not know about the weed killer, which worked dynamite, is Dawn salt and uh, vinegar. Yeah, you don't want to use too much salt in your soil. Now it's on the driveway where stuff is, is peeking up between the cracks. I had no idea. I had no idea it was that easy to make weed killer. And then so, so many different things you can do with salt. If you want to pull a prank, if you're a teenage boy and you want to pull a prank at school... Um, get a cube of, of salt, a salt cube. Um, not, 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 not a big one, but you know, not fist sized, about a half of a, a half a teenage boy's fist of salt and make sure it's in cube form and drop it in the toilet and then flush and just, uh, let that go. The chemical process of the salt absorbing all the water or being dispersed in all the water being in a cube form, as far as I'm understanding it, will put off immense amounts of heat and pressure and it will blow up the toilet and there will be almost no trace other than salt water so have fun and no smell of fireworks so there you go no more cherry bombs use salt cubes smart little life hack right there also very anarchistic but there's that last point and this ties into the first point that i made in the beginning of the episode which is podcasting 2.0 chapters there's a channel on youtube if you click the link, or if you if you look at your podcasting player, you'll see uh, the channel's logo, and you'll see a link to that YouTube channel. This guy hasn't posted in over six months to his YouTube channel, and his website is almost always sold out of everything that he has. But this guy, this guy's a a, a genius. I mean, underrated genius when it comes to making technology functional technology, and also homemade technology. So he'll make basically products, minimum viable products, and working prototypes that are essentially the real deal. They, they could be spruced up a bit more on the packaging front, but as far as working, being viable, that is what he makes. And then he also has a Cyberdump Rants, where it's basically a, a YouTube podcast. I'm not sure if he has a, an actual podcast. I have to find it. And, and it, it, if I do, I will link that in the show notes uh, or in the chapter art so you can see it. But this dude is a genius. And I mean, like, legit high-end genius. There's, but, but the whole point here is, like, like go, go look at his stuff. You'll see. You'll see what I'm talking about. Go look at his stuff. But what I'm talking about here is how well Podcasting 2.0 could lend a hand to this guy's work. Looking at his videos, once you watch them, look at his most recent video. And just look at the transitions and the uh, camera work that he has. Half of it, I mean, if, if, if you watch it, you'll notice, maybe a minute or two into the video, you'll notice 
that this could just be a podcast. You don't need the video there to explain what he's explaining. He's good at explaining. Rolling chapter art would be helpful for the designs that he's talking about. And that's where the rolling chapters do well. The cloud chapters do well. Where it would do even better is if he had the GIF support. Because at that there there is a point in some of his other videos where he will show you an example of how to put together the device that he made at home. And if you wanted to buy those parts from him, he would ship them off to you and you could just follow that, uh, what do you call it, step-by-step step through the video. All you would have to do is convert that video into a GIF, have the GIF be the rolling chapter art, the cloud chapter, and you're good to go. This is exact use case of what I want to do. Have a podcast. Audio first. 100% audio first. If you need to show a video, because this is the kind of person you are, and he is a perfect use case, genius man making genius devices, but needs to show people how exactly to do it. Audio first. When you want the person to see, tell them, at this point, you can look at your podcasting player if you're using a modern app, and you will see the exact steps that I took to put my device together. And from there, narrate. Just voiceover. Voiceover the GIF. Just play the GIF on your phone if you have to while you're recording the audio for it and narrate it and you're good to go. Just drop it right there on a timecode. Now, timecodes, whatever, that's my point. Do that and you are golden. And that's, that's, that's what I wanted to, to go off about. I watched his video today and I got pretty happy about it. So, yeah, I think it's, um, I think it's time. What do you think, Adam? Shut up. Shut up, slave. All right. All right. Well, that's the end of it. I when I first started my my podcast uh, journey, so to say, I started on Anchor. Uh, that was the podcasting host I used, and they're still. I mean, as much as I hate what they're doing, where they don't even give you a a RSS feed anymore, uh, they don't follow podcasting two point standards. They probably never will because they're a branch of Spotify. They were very intuitive and very easy to use free everything that i put up was you know garbage quality like most things from from anger but it was a great stepping stone and i have a recording of my son saying something that that i'm going to play for you now that just lends itself to the legacy apps but go ahead and take a listen to this and this should be your call to arms can my podcast give me five stars so you don't have to give me five stars unless you're using a legacy app and then go for it, you know? But if you're not, if you're not using a legacy app, if you found value in this podcast, go ahead and donate that value back in any way you see fit. Whatever you value, send that value back to me and I will accept it with love and open arms. Well, that's it. We'll catch you all on the next one and end of show ISO right now. Thank God for chicken. Amen.